Regina King from Southland, Boondocks, and 227. Hello once again, and welcome to the TV Series Finale Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Kimball. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, thanks so much for joining me yet again. If you're new to the show, I want you to know that this podcast is part of tvseriesfinale.com. Now, that's a website that's devoted to TV show cancellation news, last episodes, and reunions. Recent news includes the cancellation of Till Death, At the Movies, 24 on Fox, and the renewal of several NBC reality shows. We're also gearing up for a tournament to find the best sitcom in history, so stay tuned for that. Today, I'm happy to bring you my conversation with actress Regina King. Now, Regina got her start as a teenager on the 1980s NBC sitcom 227 with Marla Gibbs and Jackie Harry. Regina moved on to many high-profile movies like Jerry Maguire, Mighty Joe Young, Legally Blonde 2, and TV shows like 24 and Leap of Faith. She's also the voice of Huey and Riley on the very popular The Boondocks cartoon series. Her latest TV show is Southland, a gritty cop drama that was canceled on NBC before season two even began, and then picked up by TNT. This interview was recorded in early March, and Regina expected to hear if the show was being picked up for a third season by now, but we still don't know if it's coming back or if it's been canceled. The ratings haven't been great, so it remains to be seen. So here now is my interview with Regina King on three great but very different shows, Southland, The Boondocks, and 227. Your character Lydia on Southland, like many characters on that show, have been through a lot in the in the just the short time that we've seen them on the air. Is is that sort of thing what attracted you to the project? Uh, definitely. Um, you know, I, I guess for me it was, you know, originally when the script came to me, it was like, oh, okay, another cop drama. All right. And then when I read the script. You know, I thought it was just really unique in how, although we dealt with some procedure in the pilot, it just kind of pulled me in and made me wonder what's going on with these people behind the right. badge. And I think that's what makes the show the show unique. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the the show's life was cut short on NBC, but then TNT picked it up. In retrospect, does TNT seem like a better fit than regular network television? I think so. I think, you know, really specifically TNT because, um, you know, they, um, I think, recognized very early on that there is an audience that really, you know, dedicates their TV watching to one-hour drama, you know, even though... Right. 
there's this surge of reality TV, there's still a huge audience out there that's just not interested in reality TV. They just aren't. Sure. And I think um, TNT recognized that, and um, that's one of the reasons that makes it such a good fit. Um, because Southland, I think, goes in the category of those shows that were were and are such groundbreaking shows that ironically started on TNT, like Hill Street Blues. I mean, started on NBC. I said TNT, I'm at NBC. Yeah. No, I, I knew what you meant. How uh-huh. soon do you expect to hear if TNT wants to pick it up and produce new episodes? You know, I'm going to uh, hope that we'll hear something somewhere, you know, around the end of March. I think they want to probably see how these uh, brand new episodes perform, you know, right. what the response is from um, the audience. Right. So, I'm going to say somewhere around the end of March, or, you know, it might be that part of me that's saying I want to hear somewhere (laughs) Um, around the end of March. But I think we have till, like, April, they have till, like, April or or May or something like that to let us know. Right. Do you feel like the last episode you shot could serve as a, a proper series finale, or were there a lot of things left up in the air? I don't think that it would serve as a proper series finale the way Episode 7 did on NBC. Right. But I think it is um, strong enough to leave the audience wanting more. Okay. I know it's still early in the show's life, but is there a place that if the writers or producer says, okay, said, okay, you can choose where Lydia's story ends up, is there a place that you'd like to see her get to? by the end of, of your time on Southland? Um, I think so. I think that that's part of the thing um, with working with uh, John Wells is, and, and the reason why his shows have had such success is because of the open um, relationship and dialogue that, you know, the creators, uh, uh, that John and the other creators of the shows that um, they produce have with the actors. Right. You know, he really does, he, he goes, you know, he, it's not just the auditioning process or just, you know, oh, that's the best person for the role. You know, he definitely does his homework and research on, you know, that actor and the type of um, actor they are and their set etiquette and how they've been regarded on sets prior to his right. and, you know, what's important to them and how, and if they actually look at, you know, who's going to play characters that, you know, he and the other creators have developed. So that being said, and, and, and that being done, there's this constant communication that, you know, we have with John and the other creators of the show. Right. Right. Can I ask you real quick about a couple of your other uh, projects? Sure. Boondocks. Uh, I know a lot of people were really happy to find out that the Boondocks are going to be coming back. Um, I assume that you've recorded your work on it? Yes, we have recorded it. We recorded it well over a year ago. No, were you surprised to hear that it was coming back, or was it kind of always, you know, always in the plan? Well, it was always in the plan for it to come back. Um, it was not surprising that it's 
taken so long because that's kind of been the nature of our um, relationship with Sony. It's just been this um, this different style of doing animation, right? Uh, with Sony, you know, there's I'm just what I, I what I am amazed about is that with these two-year and two-and-a-half-year hiatuses between each season, the audience still manages to find us and still, you know, wants to see more. Right. Do you get the sense that um, that there's going to be more? I I know that if, you know, um, Sony wants to do more, uh, that, that the audience is there and would want to see more. Okay. But right now, I have, I have no idea... You know, that Sony doesn't give us the impression that they like or dislike us. So <laughs> it's just kind of like a we'll wait and see. Right. But I know that the audience loves Boondocks and that they, they are constantly wanting more, more than any other project that I've done. And I've done quite a few. Yeah. I get more than anything. When is Boondocks coming back? Right. Can I ask you a quick question about 227? Uh, it was a show that I remember watching all the time growing up, and uh, I know I think it was one of your first projects. Um, what was it Definitely. like? What was it like working with such amazing talent like Marla Gibbs and Hal Williams and Elena Reed Hall and Jack Hay? Well, I mean, it was amazing. I mean, I probably did not realize it as much as uh, you know young girl as I probably did, you know, once I hit my early 20s, the just the learning, you know, ground that I was on, you know, I, yeah. that's where I truly learned to be a professional. Right. You right. know, and learn the importance of um, that a, a scene doesn't work, you know, by, just with one actor unless it's a monologue. Right. You know, that the more you give to that other actor, the more, um, the stronger that performance as an entire scene is going to be. Right. So, you know, that that's, you know, where my foundation was built. Sure. Uh, can you give me any thoughts about Elena Reed Hall, who recently passed away? Um, you know, it, she, she actually... You know, finally they had something yet uh, on Monday um, celebrating her life. Unfortunately, um, they did not get uh, her husband didn't realize that I was that they had not reached out to me. And, you know, he called me at the last minute saying apologizing and, you know, to give me all the information. Right. And um, I, I was, I, unfortunately, I wasn't in town, so there was no way for me to attend. But I, I bring that up to say there was something about Elena that just always attracted uh, good people and kind of brought out the good in people. Mm -hmm. um, her husband, you know, uh, was younger than her, and although they were married for such a short time, you know, she's passed away, but it's been so important to him to make sure her life was celebrated right. appropriately. And um, I'd say that is a testament to 
um, who Elena was and, you know, just the spirit that she is. Yeah, very, very telling. Do you Have you ever thought where your character Brenda might be today? Do you think maybe she got married to Calvin or whatever happened to Brenda? <laughs> no, I've never thought about that. But I don't think she would have married Calvin. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like uh, Brenda would have been someone that uh, ended up far away from 227, you know, maybe going away to school in another country. Just because she was such a, you know, she was in a child that was, you know, watched under so closely yes. by her parents that she probably, there was something in her that said, okay, I got to get as far away from them as possible. <laughs> Well, that's great. <laughs> well, that's great. I really appreciate you talking to me. Thanks so much. Thank you, Trevor. Take care. that concludes this edition of the podcast. I want to thank Regina once again for taking the time for this interview and to TNT for making it possible. Interestingly, not long after I recorded this interview, it was announced that Regina would appear on the Today Show with the rest of the 227 cast. You can find video of that cast reunion on tvseriesfinale.com. As always, I enjoy hearing from you, either feedback on the podcast or any questions you might have. You can send them to podcast at tvseriesfinale.com. You can also leave a comment on our new phone line at 213-814-3200. That's 213-814-3200. And who knows, you might hear your comment on an upcoming podcast or video. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, you can do so for free. There's feed information on the website, or you can go to the iTunes store and search for TV series finale, and you'll find us right there under the free podcast. While you're there, if you'd like to support the show, please leave a review on iTunes. By doing that, you help promote the show and help other people to find it, which helps keep it going. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and MySpace, and we'd love to connect with you there. Please feel free to visit tvseriesfinale.com for the latest cancellation news, petitions, last episodes, and reunion information for your favorite shows. I'm Trevor Kimball, and until next time, stay tuned.